Started from the bottom, now my whole team in. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Hey, I'm Andy Holmes. I'm the host of The Goat Guide, a training ground for salespeople to go from good to great to goat. Last name ever, first name greatest. Like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with. One of the reasons we don't win big is because we don't think big. We think too small. We think, oh, here's what I need to make. Oh, here's what I think I'm capable of making. Here's what I'm pacing for. He put two years of making nothing, of huge sacrifices, so that way he could set something up way bigger down the road. He went from making basically nothing to making $50,000 a day. It doesn't matter how good of a building you build if by the time you're making it halfway up, the foundation starts crumbling because then the whole thing falls over. Even if sales isn't your calling in life, you can use sales to help you in your calling in life. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Goat Guide. Today is Father's Day and my family's on the other side of the country. I miss my wife Beth a ton. I miss the kids a lot. And this whole week I've kind of been reflecting on what it means to not only be a father, but also just about some of the lessons that I learned from my dad growing up. My dad actually did summer sales. He's one of the OG dinosaurs. And he did a lot of hard things, which I was able to, to learn from. I didn't necessarily get along with my dad all that much when I was growing up. I thought he was a little hard, thought he was a little difficult, and honestly, he probably was, and I know that I was too. But over the years, we've gotten really close there are a lot of things that I did learn from my dad that have been really helpful in this job. And I think one of the biggest things that my dad taught me growing up was that 100K a year salary, six figures, really isn't all that great. And he did this by telling, he told me a story about one of his, one of his friends that he'd worked with back in the day. When he graduated college, he went out and started doing business consulting work, basically pro bono. What that means is he was barely covering his costs. He was basically just scratching a living, not trying to charge a whole lot because he knew that what was most important for him was gaining the experience so that way he could charge what he wanted in the future and make the kind of money that he wanted to make. And it's really interesting because a lot of us think, oh, working and grinding for two years to not make anything seems like it would kind of suck. And I guess we kind of do that with school. But my dad's friend, he'd already gone to school and he was doing this. And it's cool because after those two years, he gained so much experience that companies started hiring him. They would fly him out on first class, private, whatever, pick him up in, gosh, a Rolls Royce, a limo, whatever, whatever he wanted. And they would pay him $50,000 a day and have him come for three or four days to come consult for their company. And... For the companies, it made a ton of sense because they would spend 150, 200 grand on this guy and he would basically be able to help save the company sometimes 10, 15 million dollars just off of, he went from making basically nothing to making 150, 200 grand living in luxury and only working half the week. And I love that story because when I was growing up, I, I thought I was going to be like a, a chiropractor or in sports medicine, something like that. And it, it turned out that I didn't super have a ton of passion for it. I, I have ADHD, so I, 
it's been hard for me to like focus in school but i remember in ninth grade i was we were having to do some report on what we wanted to do when we grow up and how much money they make all that kind of stuff and i realized that gosh i was gonna have to go to school and then i was gonna make 50 grand a year like that's not a lot of money i remember that my dad's friend was making fifty thousand dollars a day and so long story short I never had the goal of making a hundred grand. Like I made over a hundred grand my second summer and it was kind of cool because it's like, oh, six figures. But at the end of the day, like I knew I hadn't made it. You know what I'm saying? And I think oftentimes with this job, one of the reasons we don't win big is because we don't think big. We think too small. We think, oh, here's what I need to make. Oh, here's what I think I'm capable of making. Here's what I'm pacing for. But really, if we're setting things up properly and if we're doing all the right things, practicing, getting up the right shots, putting enough time on the doors, having the right attitude, like if we're doing all the things that we can to just increase the likelihood of our success and we're thinking way bigger, we're also going to achieve much bigger things. And I love that because it's the same thing like when you're building a house or when you're building a skyscraper. The most important part is the foundation. It doesn't matter how good of a building you build if by the time you're making it halfway up the foundation starts crumbling because then the whole thing falls over and i really love the visual of that because what we're doing right now like especially rookies you know people who have been doing this for a couple years realize that this is the the foundation on which you're going to build something huge right and whether that's summer sales whether that's something or else like we're currently building the foundations of not just our lives, but our family's lives and our family's futures. To anyone who's a dad out there, keep killing it. This is a difficult job when you do have kids. And to anybody who doesn't, well, chances are you will someday. And you don't want to be dinking around and not be setting up a strong foundation because, gosh, once you're further down the road, you want to make sure that you have something strong and steady to build on. And I'm not just talking about finances. I'm talking about skills. I'm talking about habits. I'm talking about work ethic. Just kind of the way we, we think about life in general, what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Because my dad's friend, he, sure, he could have gone and got a job work making 40 grand a year. Who knows? He's really smart. Maybe he could have made 100 grand a year. But had he been so short-minded and so narrow focused on the here and now then he would have never gained all that experience to then charge fifty thousand dollars a day and companies not even blink an eye one thing that i love about my dad's friend's story is that he put two years of making nothing of huge sacrifices so that way he could set something up way bigger down the road he was prepared for when the opportunity came and he was able to to latch on to it. And I think oftentimes in this job, we want it to be easy. We put so many hours on the doors that when we're off the doors or when we're at lunch or other times, we don't want to necessarily go above and beyond because we feel like we've already put in eight hours. We've already put in 10 hours that day. You know, I need my off time. But really, what we're doing is we're putting in our grind so that way we get the big payoff later, right? 
If he didn't put in those two years of gaining all that experience, he would have never had that payoff later down the road. That's one big thing. We need to be focused on what we want in the future. And sometimes we overlook how impactful certain things can be now, like knocking doors, like focusing harder, like not being on social media, because we don't realize what focusing up on the future would really bring us. Like one regret that my dad has is when he was working as an investment banker overseas, we lived in Hong Kong, we lived in Singapore, he got offered a job to be, I don't remember the exact title, but I remember that it included the word clerk. And my dad was an investment banker working with all these very successful people. And he just didn't like the idea of being a clerk. And rather than in investigating and studying up to see what that would have led him to, he just kind of turned it down. What's really interesting is one of the things that he was going to do was he was going to study all of the trades that had happened in Asia, like all these big investment banking trades, transactions, deals, and see why they worked and why they didn't. And had he done that for two years, not only would he have made really good money during that time just because investment bankers get paid well, but he would have been the number one expert for all the investment banking trades in all of Asia. And after a few years, he probably would have been getting paid seven figures just because he would be such an expert and had so much knowledge and he would be adding so much value. He got so caught up on the job title that he didn't look to, to what it could bring later down the road. And that's really applicable for, for this job because we get so caught up on things that aren't going to get us to where we want to go. And it's because we're not thinking about or focusing hard enough on what actually training an extra half hour a day or focusing that much more would do for us. And what I love about all this is by making sacrifices now, we're ready to take opportunities when they do come our way. Not just when somebody is partially interested and you get them fully interested. Like not only will you do better in this job with sales, but then it sets you, it sets your family up. Like, gosh, it's Father's Day. Whether you have a family, your wife, kids or not, chances are there will be people that you're taking care of later. So by doubling down on this job and really taking it seriously, you set up a way better foundation. I was talking with one of my buddies who's out here blitzing with me. His name's Taylor. And we were just talking about like the people who are lucky in life who just scored that job. They didn't just score that job. The people who are like CEOs or extremely successful, they didn't just win the lottery. What happened was an opportunity came by and they were ready to take it because they'd already set things up so that way they could take those opportunities in the future. And we don't necessarily know what those opportunities are going to be, but the decisions that we make and the actions that we take now are the seeds that grow whatever our futures are going to be. Like, we don't know when opportunities are going to present themselves, but one of my favorite quotes that my dad would always say is, riches are made when there's blood in the streets. I believe it's a Warren Buffett quote. But what I love about that is, even though we don't know when great opportunities are gonna come in the future, if you're ready to take advantage when, you know, the 2008 housing market happened, you know, the crash, people who bought real estate, one of my uncles, he bought like seven or 10 homes in, in Vegas and made a ton of money 
because he had cash sitting on the sidelines that he was able to, to make all those plays with. And I love that because, I mean, even just in 2020, my dad made like 250 grand in a month because he saw oil and gas prices go so low and he caught like the absolute best time for oil to skyrocket. And yeah, there was blood in the streets. Everyone was kind of scared, was kind of freaking out. But my dad took that opportunity and he was ready and had some money on the sidelines that he was able to just make an absolute killing. And no one could have predicted that COVID was gonna come up, but it is very predictable that opportunities will come. And we just need to make sure that we're preparing now so that way we're ready when those opportunities do come. At the end of the day, I think it's our duty and our responsibility to have as much success as possible, but so that way we're actually able to take care of not just our families, but others as well. Like, obviously we wanna be able to give our kids everything. We wanna take care of them as, as much as we can so they can have successful futures. That's one thing that I love and respect about my dad is they were gonna make sure that if we cared about something enough to put in the work, they would back it. And another example is my dad's grandpa. He lost his business at like 65, 66 years old. He basically went bankrupt. My dad and his brothers, they all chipped in so that way they could get a place for him. My dad bought a house and everyone was supposed to be paying for the mortgage. But a lot of siblings weren't able to chip in. And after a few months, it was just my dad paying the mortgage every single month. And he did this for years. I didn't know about it until afterwards. But one thing that my dad told me was the last time that he saw his grandpa, it was a couple weeks before he died and they didn't know that he was about to die. But his grandpa told him how grateful he was that my dad was able to take care of them because he never thought that he was going to be able to live in a house again. He never thought he was going to have his own home. He thought he was going to be in a one bed, two bedroom apartment for the rest of his life because he, he lost everything. And having that old man tear up and thanking my dad made it all worth it. My dad ended up losing a lot of money doing that. But how special is it that my dad was able to take care of him? Had he not gotten his MBA, had he not become an investment banker, had he not done the right things to, to just have extreme levels of success, he wouldn't have been able to take care of his grandpa in the way that he did. I guess kind of wrapping up, I just want to say to the fathers out there, keep killing it. Everybody else who doesn't have kids, like you're going to have people that you need to take care of. I'm not necessarily giving specifics. I'm just trying to explain how important it is that you're building for success now. Because truly, everything that we do is just the seeds for our future. It's a simple math problem for how our futures are going to look. If it's door-to-door -door sales, if it's real estate, whatever it is, sacrifice now so that way you can take care of yourself your family in the future we don't want to be financially dependent later down the road i challenge to you listener ask yourself what you're supposed to accomplish in this life not whether you think you're going to but what that deep inner belief is 
that you're supposed to be something big, that you're supposed to be something special, that you're not supposed to just be some run-of-the-mill, I guess just worker, employee. You're not supposed to just be average. We're not built so that way we can just live and exist. We're supposed to thrive. And so I guess just wrapping up with sales, it's a hard job, but sacrifice now to benefit later. We plant a seed now so that way we can have the tree, we can have the fruits later down the road. And honestly, sometimes just the work ethic that we learn by doing hard things can be the tension that help us get stronger so that way we're actually able to accomplish bigger, greater things that we're supposed to be doing in our lives. You won't regret having gone hard. You won't regret giving it your all. You won't regret having trained, studied, focused more. You're not going to regret taking shorter lunches. You're not going to regret knocking a few more doors at the end of the day. You're not going to regret giving your everything to this job. It's going to pay off one way or another. Even if you're not supposed to be a salesman your entire life, you're not passionate about the job. You don't care about pest control, alarms, solar. It's not what you're going to be doing forever. But the way you think about how you work now and the way you think about how your life is now is what you will be doing forever. We need to quit focusing on what it is that we want now. And we need to focus on the 20-story building. We're working on our foundation. We're on the lower levels. We need to build it strong because once we make it up to the penthouse, we don't want the building to topple over. And so even if sales isn't your calling in life, you can use sales to help you in your calling in life. This job will be a big blessing for you if you make it a big blessing, or it will be the worst thing you ever did because you didn't learn anything from it and you didn't get any better. And I'll tell you this, the next level isn't nearly as far away as it seems. I challenge everyone listening to just choose one or two things that they're just going to completely dominate this week. Focus on extremely hard and watch the results come. Thanks for listening, guys. Happy Father's Day. To my dad, I love you so much. And thanks for helping instill in me the proper beliefs and values. Sorry I can't see you today. I'm just applying what you said and trying to build my own foundation. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team.